You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. 107.7 The Franchise is your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show as the Thunder, the win at the Paycom Center thanks to a last-second tip-in by Jalen Williams. We'll talk a lot about J-Dub tonight uh, amongst everything else. Uh, there was no style points gained in this. This was an ugly win, but again, ugly wins are still wins. I am Matt Burton here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel coming out to Flint uh, just a block or so northwest of the Paycom Center. So if you're out and about tonight, come on in. Uh, Tulio and Chatter at the bar. They will take great, great care of you, as they always do to us. But, fellas, I am I am not uh, alone here. I'm not alone here. I'm joined, as always, by Drake and Josh. That's right. That's right, baby. Drake Vitito with me here at Flint. Josh Connett back in the franchise studios. Before we get into this game, fellas, Drake, I'll start with you. How are we doing tonight? I'm feeling good. I was, uh, what would you call it? I was down and out there at yeah. about the, around the middle of the third quarter, but extenuating circumstances, I'm up. We're back up. Um, especially after, put the word out, we're back up. Especially after uh, this uh, heart-wrenching game, um, they ended up going, uh, going in the Thunder's favor. I was very irked for a minute there. Uh, that last defensive possession by the Thunder, but J-Dub came to save the day, and I'm feeling a whole lot better than I was five minutes ago. Perfect. I love that. Josh Conant, how are we doing? We're doing fantastic over here in the Franchise Studios. Um, I was a fan first of the Thunder. Now I get to cover them, thankfully. Um, but my fandom still lives in me. These last two games, they're they're just tearing me apart. They're absolutely tearing my insides. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, lose, lose last night, win tonight, both dramatic fashion, just... Just insane. My, my feelings are everywhere. Yes, yes. Uh, feelings are everywhere indeed tonight. Uh, I mean, just because I, I, I think uh, all of the air went out of the uh, out of the arena, and then especially here at Flint, too, with everyone watching, um, when Corey Joseph hits that three to go up one. I was getting PTSD from my feelings last night. Right, right. Against the Hornets. Right, so Corey Joseph, and I don't... I don't know what it was. I don't know if Lou Dort just was trying to read where the screen was coming from or if Jay Will, you know, called out, hey, screen on your left, screen on your left, and he, that they, then Wiseman, like, flipped to the right. I, I don't know what it was. A little was, bit of a miscom there. A little bit of miscommunication there, probably. Lou Dort ends up going under, giving Corey Joseph just a wide-open three uh, there to take the lead. But then, I mean... Credit to the Thunder. I mean, I thought they got uh, a little bit unlucky with the with the jump ball call right there uh, at the end with Lou Dort tying the ball up. Um, he actually just like ripped the ball away. I mean, it's it. it I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it was tied up long enough to constitute a a jump ball. But um, I mean, they just they just got unlucky and then you know kind of a scramble play there uh, at the end. And what do you know? J Dub, right place, right time, as he has been so many times. Uh, this year, his rookie year. Uh, we'll start off talking about J-Dub uh, tonight, Drake. I mean, 27 points, 8 boards, 6 assists in uh, a block. He was perfect from free throw line, 1 uh, of 1 from three-point line, and 11 of 19 from the field. I mean, he is just uh, as, as fish, efficient as it comes 
uh, as a basketball player, but man, he was he was everywhere tonight. He was absolutely awesome. Also, scored his one thousandth point tonight. Yeah, um, I I loved games like this, and we'll harken back to last night's game since we didn't get to have post game. But these last two games for J Dub has been really good. Not only because you know we've been seeing this all season from him, but because it you know kind of bats down the narrative. Um, that the national media like to make of, you know, because Jalen Williams is firmly second in the Rookie of the Year uh, race, but the big argument was, well, he has Shea. He's not like he's not, he's not going to be like this um, when Shea's out. But even back a couple weeks ago to a month when Shea was out for a couple of games, he had he had some of his best production on those games where Shea wasn't playing, um, and we're seeing a lot of the same tonight. I mean, he he's, he doesn't take a bad shot. He knows when yeah. to assert himself. He knows when to step back and be, you know, the role player, the guy that gets a bunch of rebounds, the guy that sets other people up. I mean, he literally is a five-tool player in a basketball sense. Um, and you saw that tonight. I mean, 27 points on 11-19 shooting. That is a regular occurrence for him. And he's kind of like a mini sh- He was like a mini shade tonight. He only attempted one three-pointer. I mean, yeah. he, he, he doesn't have to shoot threes to, uh, to be deadly. But it was a great showing for him tonight, and I think these two games just kind of clarify that he doesn't, he, it doesn't matter who he's playing with. He's a good basketball player. He's going to, he's going to mix well with anyone he's out on the court with. Yeah, J Dub is a really good basketball player at this point. I'm just glad it's finally getting around to everybody else outside of Oklahoma City. Um, he's really good at this. 27 points tonight, eight rebounds, six assists. That's all great. Game winner though. I just spectacular. Being in the right place, right time. I think it's a Jalen Williams thing because Jay will doing the other thing. Just being in the right place, right time, drawing charges fantastic for him um but yeah j-dub absolutely killer seeing him without sga is just so much fun his passion he's somehow leading this team talk about lou as well leading this team later but lou door is also just a crazy leader but j-dub as young as he is and being as good as he is biggest surprise this season like by far and that's in the nba not just for the thunder yeah i mean i'm scrolling through right now uh there's a tweet going around uh, only three rookies in uh thunder history have three games with 25 points, five assists, and five rebounds. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook are the other two. Jalen Williams is the, is the third. Nice. Jalen Williams good is company. the third. So I have a pretty good company there uh, in Thunder uh, lore there. Uh, I will say Kevin Durant technically didn't play for the Thunder his rookie year, but still. Uh, points still remain. Points, points still remain. Still really good company there uh, for J-Dub. And for J-Dub, too, man, I, I, like, it really didn't it really doesn't feel like he's making a ton of moves either when he gets to the basket. It feels when he, you know, makes a move to get to the basket. It feels like it's a simple like crossover, simple between legs, and then I, I feel like it's they don't realize how fast or quick he is yeah. until he makes that move and he's by you. Well, his length, like he's yeah, his yeah. length, and he's a lot faster, a lot quicker than than people might think. It's a lot like Giddy. Giddy doesn't have a lot in the quote-unquote toolbox. Right. He just uses his size to bully you into yeah. the lane. And J-Dub, not saying that's who he is, but the toolbox, you know, he just may not have pulled everything out of it yet, but right. he doesn't need to. Why, no. why, why go into the bag of tricks when uh, everything's working on the simplest level for you? Yeah, I mean, he, he, was, he was basically doing that last night, too, against the Hornets. I mean, he would make a simple crossover, and then boom, he's at the rim, yeah. you know, shooting a layup or, or dunking it uh, last night. But... I mean, what a what a win from the Oklahoma City Thunder. You mentioned Josh Giddy. He was he had 18 tonight, five, or sorry, seven assists, five boards, six seven from the free throw line, only six of 18 from the field though. But I mean, 
Josh Giddy this season, man, uh, he is uh, one. He, he didn't make a three tonight. He was over one. Uh, one, I do think this season he has become like a night and day shooter, uh, outside shooter than what he was uh, as a rookie, man. It's it's completely night and day. He's getting the shot off a lot quicker. Looks a lot lot smoother. A lot more uh, in rhythm. Um, and then, man, he is, he is deadly getting to the basket, man. Deadly getting the, that that floater, that little push shot. Um, and then still, I mean, he's just he's a great passer too. I just he's he's 20 years old, so like, yeah. he still legally can't get a drink uh, here in the state of Oklahoma. And oh, by the way, he's six eight. Like I mean, it just right. it's, it's crazy uh, to think about the future and the potential uh, of Josh Giddey. When I mean, this this you can go back to a couple of games for this too. But I really liked. Um, the way the Thunder started out, they weren't settling for jump shots early, and they were getting to the basket early. Uh, Josh Giddy really set the tone uh, with his drives tonight, but it's one of those games where I look at tonight and I see six of eighteen, and that's that's it's not the greatest like stat line ever. And you know where he was getting his shots from. You know most of those were going to be in the paint, but I'm just thinking about. And this is my fault because I get this way sometimes. I just think about what the Thunder team is going to be fully healthy. Yep. And I know that the spacing is going to be a whole lot better. And I know that drives for Josh Giddy are only going to get easier yep. as this Thunder team gets healthier. Yeah, Josh Giddy just proving 6 of 18. I don't like it either, Drake. Sorry. Uh, it's, I agree with you. 18 points, so 7 assists. Zero turnovers, guys? Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yep. I, I, I love Josh Giddy when he has zero turnovers. Please just uh, keep doing that. I know you won't. It's impossible. But, uh, yeah, zero turnover is amazing. Shout out to uh, Twitch, by the way. We got uh, BegWet24 saying awful jump call. Thought it was last night 2.0. And then we got uh, Carol B. Yeah, and Maddie was... B. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Thank you, Mom. Yeah, hey, can we, can we just say something? This is your, this is your inaugural postgame where you were a taken man. You were, you were <laughs> yes. an engaged man. Well, yes, yes. How did we forget about that? Why did, we not, why did we not open the show with it's, it's the wedding the, bells? It's the Thunder postgame show. It's not the, oh, it's not but the you're engaged no. postgame show. It's not, it's not that, but uh, yes, no. Congratulations. Thank you. My friend. Massive congratulations, it. Matthew. Got engaged over the weekend, so thank you, thank you. Uh, everything went well. I was extremely and good luck nervous. to Erica. He's I, a handful. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was uh, I was extremely nervous, but um, you know I didn't let that deter me. That's didn't right. Let that deter me. We roll with the punches. In Got this the group. thing done, and uh, unlike the pregame show. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Matty did the dang thing though. He did. Did the he dang did. thing, just like the Thunder tonight at Paycom Center. Uh, against the Detroit Pistons, they get they get the job done. One hundred seven to one hundred six, move to thirty eight and thirty nine on the year. We'll get into standings and, and all that other fun stuff, all the playing scenarios, and all that jazz coming up on the other side. But Drake and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out, say what's up. Raspberry cheesecake? Question mark. Raspberry cheesecake. Raspberry cheesecake! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! They also have creme brulee cheesecake. Uh, I had the salmon tonight. Drake had the ribeye. Uh, come on out, Tulio and Chad at the bar will take fantastic, fantastic care of you. More Thunder post game show coming up on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder post game show on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Welcome back. 1077 The Franchise, the franchise first take Thunder postgame show. Live from Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Say what's up. 
Flint is the best out there. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Conant. And guys, it's been so long since we've done this uh, this post game show. I know, and especially with all three of us. I, I forgot to plug our, our our segments that we that we have to do in this in this segment here. Because last time it was with Daniel, I think, right? It was. So it's been like two weeks since we've all been it was together. With Daniel. So Josh, we will do Tank Commander here in just one second. Um, but the Oklahoma City Thunder get the win, one hundred seven to one hundred six, over the Detroit Pistons, who are now sixteen and sixty on the year. Um, every player but two for the Pistons tonight were in double-figure scoring. Marvin Bagley only had eight. Isaiah Livers did not score. Everyone else that played had double figures for the Pistons tonight, uh, including uh, our guy Eugene Amarui, man. 14 points, uh, five boards for him coming off the bench. Uh, Jade Nivey was awesome tonight, 24 points, nine assists. Uh, for him, it was five of eight from the three-point line. Uh, I mean, at least I, I thought early, too, uh, Wiseman, Jalen Duran were causing a bunch of issues inside. I mean, uh, Jalen Duran was kind of ragdolling Poku like he like he wasn't even there. It was like he was a practice dummy. He was just getting every offensive rebound uh, that he wanted. Me had four offensive rebounds. Uh, Shout out to Lamar. Yeah, I can imagine the final minutes of the fourth. Right. Yeah, I can imagine all four of those offensive rebounds were in the first half. Yeah, um, when he was going against Poku there. But um, but anyways, it's time to see. Who the tank commander of the game is? We're good! Tanking! Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry, we're going! We're going! Tanking! Through the quad and into the gymnasium! Come on, everybody! Alright, our tank commander of the game. We go to the trusty plus minus stat. So let us know who tried their darndest to get the Thunder to lose. And tonight, that is Trey Mann. Trey Mann was a minus seven tonight in nine minutes. Played one of three from the floor. It was one of three from the three-point line at three points. And one rebound. I thought Trey Mann did all right his past couple games, getting some minutes with like with guys like Lindy Waters out um, and all that stuff. I I don't know. I th- I, I, I kind of liked what I see what I had seen from Trey Mann a little bit. It's just I guess it was just nice to see him playing again. Yeah, um, I think he did. I meant I, mean, I liked what I saw from him yesterday. Yes, sir. Not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's what I meant. The past couple games, you know, and we've kind of been touching on it throughout the season. Um, I love what Trey Mann brings to you on the offensive end. Um, he actually against that game in Charlotte didn't have the greatest time on the offensive end but i mean he he played point guard at florida okay he and he made a pretty nice pat he, he made some pretty nice passes tonight too um i'm just saying i'm saying this because he has that in his bag but we never really get to see it because of the minutes allotment and it kind of sucks for him because it, he's one of those that have kind of fallen under the cracks a little bit just because the emergence of one isaiah joe which you can't really do anything about that because isaiah joe has just has been the biggest surprise of the season, right up there with J-Dub. Um, but I don't know, man. I want. I think he has potential, I do. But I just don't know if that timeline fits with what OKC's eventually going to be running into in the, se- the next two seasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I really think your hesitation there is, like, spot on because it is – a tough spot. Like I do see the potential with Trey Mann, obviously just on the offensive side. 
This um, is what happens. Yeah. When this is what happens when you don't trade away your picks and you use your picks and yeah. you got it. You got to get rid of some people. And I think Trey's kind of on the lower end of that scale. And I think it sucks for him because Isaiah Joe has obviously shot better and been a little better defensively. I want to say. Uh, but obviously better offensively, just shooting tonight was 0 of 7, by the way, from deep. Yikes. Um, besides tonight, though, Isaiah Joe has been better. Um, but, yeah, Trey, man, it's a tough spot for him. I, I feel bad for him. I really do, especially when he's depending on Lindy Waters being out for him getting minutes. That's that's not right. good. Right, yeah, that's never good. I, I do like I mean, I mean do like Trey Mann's game. Um, man, I just... I really wish the Thunder would have taken Cam Thomas there. <laughs> I was I was all over Cam Thomas <laughs> there in that draft, man, at that at that spot for the Thunder, man. I thought he'd been awesome uh, coming off the bench, but still, I mean, listen, Trey, man, he's still young. I just I, I do feel like the the writing's kind of on the wall, especially when like everyone's healthy. He's he's hadn't gotten any playing time this year. Whenever uh, everyone's been healthy, so yeah, you know, I, I, writing might be kind of on the wall there. Uh, maybe he held some trade value. Um, just someone maybe willing to take a chance for him this offseason. But uh, neither here nor there. But Josh, if you would, please, will you please take us around the association? Buckle up. We got a, uh, we got a list. Oh, we got a yeah, list. We We're going to head down south first. Not too far south. San Antonio, Texas is where we're going. AT&T Center. Utah Jazz visiting San Antonio Spurs. Jazz win it 128 to 117. Um, THT, Horton Tucker, 41 points. Got a 40 burger. And uh, Devontae Graham, 17 points, six assists. Shout out Christine, by the way. That's her uh, that's her guy. Devontae Graham, 17 points. I was not expecting Taylor Horton Tucker to have 40. That was not on my bingo card tonight. Or any night. No. I'm not, not sure if anybody had that. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers visiting Memphis, Tennessee as they take on the Grizzlies. Clippers win it 141-132. to Russell Westbrook, 36 Whoa. points, 10 assists, 5 of 5 from deep. That is his season high in points, what? by the way. Um, amazing night for him. John Morant, also 36 points, 9 assists, 3 steals. Clippers good win for it. Russell Westbrook. Turn back the clock a little bit. He's actually been playing pretty good at the, With the Clippers. At the Clippers. Yeah. It's crazy when, you know, you put shooters around him. He actually, you know, right. it can finds work. the shooters. It it's, can work. It's wild. The Dallas Mavericks take on the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia. 76ers win it 116-108. No shocker here. Um, Luka and Kyrie, their record now, by the way, 4-9. It's not good. It's not good in Gross. Dallas. Luka, though, so, 24 so points, right. 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Embiid, 25 points, 9 rebounds. No crazy games like I figured there might be Luka versus Embiid. Thanks, hey, thanks, Mavs. Uh, because of your loss, the Thunder now have sole possession of the 10th seat again and the tiebreaker. So yep. have fun in the offseason, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> the New York Knicks taking on the Miami Heat at home in New York, Madison Square Garden. Knicks win it 101-92. We got Quentin Grimes for New York, 23 points, 8 boards, and Gabe Vincent for Miami, 21 points. Brooklyn Nets staying in the state of New York. Brooklyn Nets taking on the Houston Rockets. Nets win it 123-114. to 114. Cam Johnson, 31 points, 7 boards, no big deal. Kevin Porter Jr. for Houston, 31 points, 6 assists, 9, nine boards. Shout out uh, Mikkel Bridges, pouring in 27 on his own. History was made tonight in Indiana. Pacers taking on the Bucks in a high-scoring affair. 
Bucks win it 149 to 136. Um, Bucks first team in NBA history to have both a 50 point scorer and a 35 point triple double in the same game. Drew Holiday, 51 points, eight 51. rebounds, eight assists. Giannis, 38 points, 17 boards, 12 assists. Just an <laughs> he, insane game from that duo. You think you think the Thunder are bad on defense without SGA? The Pacers are bad on defense with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. God. It drew Holiday, 20 of 30 from the field, too. It's not like he was not like he was shooting 40 times or shooting a million free throws. Only only eight free throws. That's crazy. <laughs> We've got the Lakers at the Chicago Bulls. Lakers win it 121-110. to 110. Anthony Davis, 38 points, 10 rebounds. Also had a little cheap shot. Hope he's okay. Um, and Vucevic for Chicago, 29 points, 12 boards. Couple games in progress. we got the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Phoenix Suns. That's in the second four minutes left. Timberwolves up 38. Sorry, just tied. 38-38 in that one. All tied up. KD is back, but he's not the top performer right now. Chris Paul is six points. And Cat has 12 for Minnesota. Last one, Sacramento Kings at the Portland Trailblazers. Kings are up 44-32. to 32. Second quarter as well, four minutes left. Sabonis, seven points, eight boards. And Kevin Knox, 10 points, six boards. Thank you guys for uh, riding along. I appreciate that drive. Thank you for taking us uh, around the association. No problem. I appreciate that drive around the association. Shout out Westbrook, honestly. Yeah, seriously, man. Shout that's, out Westbrook. That's awesome to see, man. Yeah, 36 points for Russ. Uh, and did it efficiently, too. 13 of 18 from the field and 5 of 5 from 3. That's, uh, that is insane. Did not uh, Also, did not have that happening on my bingo card uh, for the NBA tonight. Uh, Drake, you kind of mentioned, too, uh, the Mavericks losing give uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder a full one-game lead for the uh, that final play-in spot for the 10th spot there in the West. Uh, Thunder is still a half game back of the Lakers and the Pelicans. Um, I believe I know the Pelicans have the uh, the tiebreaker over the Thunder. Um, I'm not sure. I think the Lakers do too. Do the Lakers? Oh. I'm not sure. That that would be uh, something to uh, to look up. I guess I should know this. Uh, I will say this now. though: Pelicans still have to face Denver at Denver. The Clippers, Sacramento, Memphis, the Knicks, and Minnesota. Those are no easy games Yeah, for the final six. So I'm feeling pretty good about New Orleans maybe being able to jump the Pels. Let me look at the Lakers. I was going to say, games. Lakers play Minnesota, Houston, Utah in the first three. Next three, I guess. Last three is Clippers, Phoenix, and Utah. They got two Utah okay. games. Okay. I- Okay, I'm feeling Lakers, good. You Lakers know, got a, a tough stretch there. Let's stretch there. let's get SGA back and let's go get in the play-in. How about that? I like that. Let's stay in the play-in. Let's get the eight seed and let's ride it out. I'm with that. I am absolutely 100 percent with that. Um, yeah, I, man, it's just it just makes you that uh, that much. Man. About last night? Yep, yep, I know. I yeah, just, hey, I, let's, just... let's all thank each other, actually, that last night didn't happen. Because I would have been I, pissed. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, mean, I, almost said a, I almost said a word. Right, uh, absolutely. Don't make I me just, hit the dump uh, button, Drake. Sorry. Man, I, I don't know. I, I 
that last night that just uh, gets if you're if you're a Thunder fan, it just kind of uh, gets all over you. I, I I can't believe they gave up that many points to the Hornets, man. Seriously though, like cannot believe it. Um, with SGA being out tonight, because I I truly thought he was going to play tonight. Um, I really hope he gets that ankle stuff yeah. figured out because obviously it's a I'm not going to say worse. That's kind of a bad word, but it's it's not as light as I thought it was. Right, right. Going to need him Friday night too. Indiana. I mean, they're not bad. They're not like full on tanking, but I mean they they might as well be. But they play still no a, defense. Yeah, there's there's still a, a decent team. I mean, they still they still can hurt you, but. Uh, that should be a Thunder win, and then I mean, yeah, we got we got you got Phoenix at Golden State at Utah, and then uh, at home against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. And listen, I just you're gonna have to find a, find a couple steals in there. You have to steal a couple from uh, some really good teams. I think. Let me look at the work because we got five games left, right? Five yes. games. Yep, five games. Left. I think I think three and two. Losing the obvious ones, Phoenix, Golden State. Because, you know, by the time April 9th rolls around, Memphis may have sealed their deal already. Yep. So you don't you don't think they might be playing, you know, the regular Memphis squad that rolls yeah. out there all night. But you so. don't want to you don't want to rely on that. Right. You, you don't want to just good. rely on, like, oh, they're good, they're fine, they're just going to sit everybody. I think three and two, with, especially with the schedules that we just laid out that are still for the Pelicans and the Lakers, I think three and two might get you that eight spot. Definitely, it could. It could. I, I mean, obviously, hope it does. Uh, Want to see this Thunder team? Uh, I mean, that would be cool. At least, at the very least, them having two shots at it, right? I mean, if you lose that seven-eight matchup, it's fine. You you get another crack at it uh, playing against the winner of the nine-ten matchup. So, um, it, it'd be cool to have the Thunder at least get no, at least to at least know that you have two cracks at it, rather than hey, if you're in the nine-ten game, that's it's just. Win it, win or go home. That's that's really here's the problem though. Is. When you get to you know late game or late season theatrics, you got teams like Utah that are you know outside looking in. Depending on how these next two or three games goes, by the time right. the Thunder go down to Salt Lake City to play Utah, they might just be playing spoiler just so yep. they can do that. Yeah, and not Utah, because they're playing for anything. Yeah, and I mean in Utah and Dallas both, they're not they're not out of it. Like technically, like I mean right. they're not out of it. Utah's only one and a half games back. Uh, of the Thunder, and they still have to play the Thunder. So, like, yeah. I mean, uh, that, and then the Mavericks are only one game back of, of the Thunder as well. So those two are, are still not out of it uh, by any means. I mean, they're they're not going to just roll over and, and give up. And I thought it last night, too, uh, and then we'll get out of here after this, but last night I saw Cliff Brunt um, for the AP, works for the AP, awesome, awesome writer, uh, journalist covering the, uh, the Thunder, but I mean, it, it does put this into perspective because the Thunder kind of were on. They kind of, they kind of did this to some teams uh, the past couple of years. I mean, you got guys whenever you are, you know, whenever you're tanking, whenever you you're sitting down Shea or you, you've shut Shea down, you've shut Giddy down, you've shut Lou Dort down, like you've shut all these guys down for the year. I mean, those guys, uh, some of those guys for the Hornets last night, are they're playing for their. Like future in the NBA, right? They're not just there to roll over and, and lose and all that stuff. Like they're they're playing uh, for their future in the NBA, trying to not only maybe get a job for the Hornets, but get a job somewhere else too. Like if you're playing against the team, like that's that's kind of uh, a little bit of what happened last night. Like see Makai Luke, <laughs> you know, going off uh, against the Thunder and, and guys like that. So um, yeah, no one no one's just gonna lay down. No one's just gonna lay down, no matter if they're tanking. Uh, or not. What's the most the dangerous team? Team with nothing to lose. That's right. 
Drake did it, Joe. Matt Burton, Josh Connett. Drake and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Say what's up. Uh, get you some creme brulee cheesecake or some strawberry cheesecake. Or ra- is it raspberry? Raspberry. Raspberry cheesecake. Coming up, we're going to get a vibe check, and then we will GTFO. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? You know the vibes. It's a franchise first take. Oh, Matt Burton, Drake Vinito, Josh Connett. Drake and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel, just a block or two northwest of the Paycom Center. Come on out. Say what's up to us. Say what's up to Chad and Tulio at the bar. They will take great care of you. Gentlemen, it's been a while, man. It's been a while for all three of us. There was a cat that just I ran by. Yes, I saw it. He ran that way. Sorry. Way. That was a very yeah. squirrel moment squirrel. for me, but it was squirrel. noteworthy. Squirrel, vibe check. Let's go. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Josh Connett. Please give us your vibe check, sir. A little rusty. How do I do this? Um, yeah. I think. I can't remember the rules. What do I do I with my I think I remember one rule. Okay. And that's good. Oh, just kidding. Bad vibes first. Yeah, yeah Nobody's yeah. ever messed that up. Nope. Like, ever. Never. Especially not in, like, a last stretch of a season where we're at right now. This is nope. clutch time, boys, okay? It's time to lock in. No yeah, mistakes. Right. We don't mess up. Bad vibes first. I'm going to go easy. <laughs> and you're probably going to take one inside of what I'm saying. But I'm going to take the bench minus Aaron Wiggins because they were atrocious tonight. Uh, 25 points. Aaron Wiggins had 19 of them. Is that true? Yeah, I think my math is right. Twenty no, twenty-three points. I don't something like that. Something bad. Something really bad. Trey Man, Sar, Jang, Poku, JRE, all just uh just not doing much. Starters playing a bunch of minutes, obviously. Aaron Wiggins playing thirty-two minutes off the bench. Ridiculous. Um but yeah, Aaron Wiggins the only uh the only good thing coming off that bench tonight. Good vibes. Guys, I'm not sure of a uh of another option. Maybe you guys can think of some when it gets to you because I'll take the layup. It's J-Dub. 11-19 from the field, 101 from deep, 4-4 from the line, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 27 points, including the two-point game winner. It has to go to him. He's been amazing all season. He's been even more fun to watch without SGA on the court. And uh, he's just a really good basketball player at this point. I've, I've loved watching him grow as a player. He hasn't grown much because he's been so good for most of the year. Uh, but, yeah, J-Dub, fantastic night for him. Fantastic to see the guys throw water on him in that interview with Nick Gallo on Bally's. That's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, J-Dub, good vibes. Good vibes all around. I'm glad you took the layup because there actually is another layup. Ooh. And I'll get to him later after I go to bad vibes. Attaboy. Um Poku, bad vibes. Four minutes played, got bullied by every big conceivable, thrown out there by the Pistons. It is his second game back. I understand that. Um, Not worried about it. But if we are taking this game sample size, which we are, which we do every game, 
and we're putting it on a micro level, then Poku did not play well tonight in the minutes he was given, even though there was only four. And I know that sounds very unfair, but that's okay, because sometimes life is unfair. And Poku will get better in the final stretch of the season. He will find his minutes elsewhere, just not tonight. Yeah, I mean, he he, he couldn't play tonight. Right. I mean, they were... They were just kind of abusing him on the on the offensive class. I was saying this morning, I would have loved to see him come back in a game where SGA played, just because I think SGA makes life easier for everyone on the court. Yeah. Um, so he kind of got thrown to the dogs a little bit last game and in this game, but you know, if you're if you're playing the bottom and you can't find minutes with teams at the bottom, what are we doing? Yeah. Poke bad vibes, good vibes. I'll take the layup. I think as well as J-Dub did, and he had the game winner. So I think that's 1A. But I think 1A, one lowercase a, is Aaron Wiggins. 8 of 11 from the field, perfect from beyond the arc. Four rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks, 19 points. I mean, this is a perfect example of an Aaron Wiggins game. It was an ugly game. Not a lot of scoring happened in those first three quarters. Um... And that's the games that I want Aaron Wiggins in. I was so mad last night because he got no playing time. He got 12 minutes last night against Charlotte. And that was another game that was very ugly. It's a high-scoring game. It was a very ugly game where you could have used someone anything if given consistent minutes. Well, you, you know what happens when you give Aaron Wiggins consistent minutes, you know, 25 and above? He makes things happen in a big way. And it's been very frustrating this whole season seeing the Aaron Wiggins process unfold because he's gotten uneven minutes all season. Even though his play has outperformed his coverage. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we've seen Isaiah, a guy like Isaiah Joe mold himself into somebody, a guy, that gets consistent minutes with the Thunder. I think Aaron Wiggins has done that. Maybe not to an extent where you're playing, you know, average 25 and above, like Isaiah Joe has. But good God. I mean, if we can't find at some point in the game when the ball is tipped in the first quarter to when the final buzzer ends at the very end of the game in the fourth quarter, if you can't find 20 minutes for Aaron Wiggins at least tonight, what are we doing here? You want to talk about development? You can't develop guys when you're giving them uneven minutes. Sorry. That was a long rant. I like it. That was a long rant, but Aaron Wiggins is a piece on this team in the near future and the further future, and we need to start giving the man his minutes he deserves. I I completely agree. It's it's weird to, you know, after last night, it's it's a terrible loss. Anyone sugarcoating it, I don't know why why you're even trying to do that, Um, and especially sugarcoating it with development and then turning around tonight, and you're trying to develop guys – and you give JRE four minutes. You give Poku four minutes. You give Jang eight minutes. You give Trey Man nine minutes. And then, you know, everyone else basically plays 30 plus. So that's six, six players played 30 plus. So don't preach, you know, development and we're going to, we got to develop guys whenever you're going to give them four to eight minutes. Like that's not doing anything. So, and then to come around the, the very next night and then do this. Um, it's just a little head scratching to me. But Drake, love that. Love that. My bad vibes tonight is going to go to three point defense, man. I, I, yeah. The three point defense has been terrible these yep. past couple games. I mean, 
the Detroit Pistons tonight shot 48.5% from three. They were 16 of 33, basically 50% uh, from the three-point line. And really, it's because they were open. Yeah. It's because they, they were shooting open threes, man, the entire night. It was it was baffling to me. I was like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, Eugene Amarui, you know, whatever. You can let him shoot five threes, but he made three of them, man. It's because he, he was open. Like, Midway, I mean, midway through the yeah. first when Trey Mann checks in, the first thing he does is get caught up on a screen that wasn't even moving. Right. I mean, it was a set play on the sidelines, and they get an open three out of it. Right. And right. you could just tell that that was like the omen for the night to come. And they're lucky they got away with it because things the freaking same thing happened to them at the very end of the game. Yeah. Misread on a screen, Corey Joseph's wide open, open. three-pointer at the top of the key. Wide open. RJ Hampton hit three of six tonight. He was open on all his. Like it's just it's crazy. The the three-point defense they gotta get something, uh, they gotta get something figured out right there because you can't just keep giving, especially in today's NBA, with the way the guys can shoot it. Um, you just you can't keep giving up wide open threes that's just a recipe for disaster uh my good vibes tonight i'm gonna go lou dort i'm gonna go I knew it. Dort. 20 points i subscribe 20 points tonight uh in 38 minutes played he played the most minutes tonight out of anyone was seven of 15 from the field three of seven from three uh three of five from the free throw line had six boards and uh three steals as well um listen he we, everyone knows what he does on defense. He he was awesome tonight on defense. He was he was covering uh, Jaden Ivey. He was covering uh, James Wiseman at time. Like he was covering like literally everybody. Like he it was, was the reason why J Dub got the game winning shot. Yeah. He was the reason. Yeah, and it's just yeah. I don't know. I, Lou Dort. Like listen, I've been critical of him offensively, and uh, I think I think rightfully so. But I, I thought he was pretty good tonight. I mean, he blew some layups, blew some chances at the rim. Uh, had an awesome poster dunk on, uh, I can't remember if it was Duran or Wiseman or, or one of those guys, but, um, man, I, I just, I just liked what I saw from Lou Dort tonight. Uh, I really did. Yeah, 20 points, um, plus nine tonight, too. Almost tied with Josh Giddy, who's plus 11, uh, tonight in that plus minus. So, uh, yeah, Lou Dort tonight, good vibes. Feeling what Lou Dort did tonight, and I hope that, uh, you know, this doesn't mean that he thinks, you know what? Next game, I need to shoot it 25 <laughs> times. Like, yes. I, hope, yep. I hope that's uh, I hope that's not what he takes away from this game. But he was he was absolutely awesome tonight, gentlemen. That was our vibe. Honorable, Would you honorable like mention, to, uh, real quick. Sorry, I'm gonna oh, hop in. Honorable go mention ahead, go ahead. to the I don't know his middle name, Matthew Burton, for pulling the trigger, getting the ring on that girlfriend. Now fiance, <laughs> right. fantastic, great vibes to Thank Matthew you. Burton. Thank you. Yeah, vibes are good, man. It's all smiles over here, man. All smiles over here. Absolutely. You guys want a little stat? Oh, I'd love a stat. Here's a list of rookies in NBA history who have shot 60% or better true shooting percentage on at least 10 field goal attempts per game. You guys ready? Yeah. Magic Johnson. Pretty good. Adrian Danley. Yep, pretty good. Bill Cartwright. Pretty good. Buck Williams. I don't know who that is. DeAndre Ayton. Zion Williamson and Jalen Williams. Seven people. I love it. And most of those guys are, you know, finishing at the rim. Which J Dub too. J Dub too right. is finishing at the rim. Most of those guys are big guys. Adrian uh, Dantley is a guard. Yep. J Dub yep. magic. magic. Yep. I'm assuming Buck Williams. That sounds like a big big man. <laughs> sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a big, big man. man. So uh yeah. 
J-Dub is one of three guards slash forward slash wings that have been really good on the efficiency scale yeah. this season. He's He's been awesome, man. It's it's tough to, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's I, I was going to say tough to quantify, but like it's tough to like put into words just like how good he has been. Uh, especially like if you haven't watched this Thunder team, man. Uh, like as, as far as like nationally, I know nationally he's gaining uh, some momentum here late, um, especially after after the All Star break. But man, he has been so good this entire year, and it's just it's kind of like when you think, okay, like you know that's kind of a ceiling. He just he just goes through that glass ceiling. He goes through that ceiling again. He just eclipses. Keeps, he just keeps getting better, man. It's uh, it's so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. Um, I'm not sure if we will have post game or not on Friday. I don't believe so. I think okay. softball. Okay, I softball. Believe. Maybe maybe it's an away game. Maybe we can talk. Oh. In, maybe we can talk someone into having another uh, franchise watch along. That would be that would be great. Oh, yeah, Josh, you had your wisdom teeth taken out. How are you feeling? We're feeling okay now. Oh yeah, we're good now. We're back to eating uh, regular foods. Pasta for like three days, that. a mess. I hated it. I love pasta, yep. but yep. man, blessed be. You love to see that. I'm glad you're doing well. Glad you're doing better, my friend. But uh, probably no post game on Friday. Hopefully, uh, maybe we can talk somebody into doing a uh, uh, another watch along because that was a lot of fun. All you guys hanging out with us in the uh, Twitch chat, watching the game with us. That was a, a ton, a ton of fun. So. Hopefully we can do that, and then hopefully we are uh, back on Tuesday uh, for regular scheduled post game, or sorry, Sunday, April second, uh, against the Phoenix Suns here at the Paycom Center. But for myself, for Drake Vitito, for Josh Connett's first Take Thunder post game show live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcourt Hotel. Come on out to Flint, say what's up to Tulio and Chad in the bar. They'll take fantastic care of you.